0: Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media in the courtroom of Henderson County Judge Wade McKinney, take two. How you doing, Judge?
1: Good afternoon, Mr. Hannigan.
0: Yeah, and it is afternoon, not morning. It's been a day. Um, I have been so busy, I managed to actually end up in your courtroom without a notebook.
1: Yes, in, and that is strange. That in is,
0: 25 years, how many times have you seen me without a notebook?
1: It's kind of like when we all stood the brooms up about a year ago and <laughs> oh, let go of That's, that's right. about what it's like. <laughs> I remember that.
0: I remember look my broom is standing it's and let
1: all this evil into the world. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: That's that's yeah, I have to get my notebook back. That's a lot of evil in the world. <laughs> all right. So, I'll tell you what friends. Um it's been a really really busy week and that's one yeah. of the things that we need to talk about with the judge. I may be a little punch drunk just because it has been so busy. I also have a really sore arm because I got my first shot mm-hmm. at a county-hosted, along with Family Circle of Health.
1: The Circle of Care. Circle of Care, I'm yeah. sorry. FCC, C- C-
0: for sure. Family Circle of Care um, event Monday at the fairgrounds. And so what we want to talk about today is we want to talk about, number one, we're going to talk about where we are as it uh, uh, relates to COVID today um hint really good two we're going to talk about the county event on monday and what it bodes for the future and three really important a big uh vaccination event happening this friday that's right that we want to talk about so let's start off with uh, where we are at COVID, it is Wednesday as we talk, and the um, governor has declared COVID over today.
1: Yes, today was the day that the governor's latest order went into effect, res- lifting the restrictions on occupancy and of the mandate of the face coverings.
0: So as of today, we are, um, as far as the governor is concerned, back to normal. Now, let's put that out really quickly. There are a lot of people who don't feel the same way, which Mm -hmm. is fine. And so there are businesses, there are places that are still requiring you to wear a face mask or face covering when you come in. That's their right. That's right. They're allowed to do that just like they require you to wear a shirt and shoes. They can wear require you to wear a mask. Uh, But the governor has removed those restrictions as of today. And the good news is that as, as we look at our numbers, man, it's been a long time since we've looked this good uh, in hospitalizations.
1: You know, the hospitalization metric that we've looked at for so long has not been this low since January, I'm sorry, July 7th. You know, that was pre-run up, July 4th run up. You know, we're at 139 as of yesterday and it has not been that low since July of 2020
0: so we're back
1: to the level we were before the first spike that's right during the summer or shall we say um late summer in the September lull we only got down to 151 in the hospital it was only a drop of about 33 34% in the tsa Compared to the state that had dropped about 80%, well, this time we are just a few decimal points away from an 80% drop from our most recent highs, and that, the 139, puts us even below what we were mid-July.
0: So basically what we're saying is, and we have used the hospitalization metric because, number one, it's the easiest one to to feel confident that the number is correct right number two it gives us a better indicator of how sick the community is because at one time we, we had all of these people who were getting uh, positive tests, mm-hmm. if you remember, but not showing any kind of symptoms. Right. And so, you know, we might have, hey, you, you had 25 positive tests today. Yeah, but was anybody really sick? Mm-hmm. And so we started looking at hospitalizations because that could tell us how sick the community or the area really was. That's right. Because as the hospitalizations went up, you could extrapolate and say, well, there's more sickness in the community. Right.
1: And you could. It gave you a metric that not only could you better understand your your community, it would then let you see how you fit in across the state. How your community, your region, stood in the state.
0: And where we stand right now is pretty much as good as it's been since all this really got going.
1: That's right. It's really something to see because – breaking that 150 barrier, I saw it was the first line of resistance. And when we got below that, I'm holding, you know, keeping my fingers crossed that we even continue to go further.
0: All right. So one of the things I think we want to make sure that we tell people is, listen, I know some of you folks, you know, the whole idea of the mask, the mask goes beyond what you can bear. Okay. Right. Let's keep social distancing mm-hmm. as much as we can. Let's keep making sure we wash our hands, keep using hand sanitizer. It's okay if we stick with fist bumps instead of handshakes you for be- a while. Um You know, we don't have to have, you know, the entire clan come over all, you know, 50 people jammed into the house all at the same time right we can go slowly here and make sure that this keeps going that we,
1: that we can i mean we're relying now and i believe most of the um the state is relying now on the the vaccination process we do have these numbers down and you know as of yesterday we had 13,700 doses administered in Henderson County alone
0: all right so let's move on to the vaccinations and there's the big you know big thing mm-hmm. you want to know okay where are we we are at a better place as far as COVID infection in, in Henderson County, our region, the TSA. Yes. Besides, when we say there's 139 people in the hospital, we're talking about our TSA, our region. That's a region that includes Tyler and Longview and almost a million people, 139 out of a million people.
1: That's right.
0: Um, down from 681, I think it was, in January. Yes. Yes. Um, So, but let's, let's move on to vaccinations because that's what everybody's really interested in. Um, and, and, you know, for the most part, um, when I see what I, when I, the messages I'm getting, the questions I'm getting, um, there are still some people who are a little, um, I don't want to say anti-vaccine. They're just not sure about this particular vaccine because of how fast it came out, the lack of testing, things like that. Um, but most people are asking, when are we going to be able to get it? Right. And what it seems to me is things are speeding up a lot.
1: They are. I mean, when you have um, Johnson & Johnson vaccine rolling out, that's pretty much going to be a game changer as far as getting individuals inoculated. Um, This process is mirroring almost exactly in time and scope as to the rollout of the testing. It took about three months from the initial testing processes to begun before you really got to see the benefits of it in rural East Texas. And that is what is happening with the vaccination as you see it. The rural areas... um, run a little bit behind what you see on the national news or in the local news in the more metropolitan areas. Uh, as I said, 13,000 inoculations has put us uh, right in line with all of our surrounding counties. Uh, it has been a process that, as the same with testing, is very slow to get ramped up. Uh, we had, um, for us, what was it, uh, like January the 6th, I believe, when um Texas Division of Emergency Management and the Texas Department of State Health Services contacted us, say, hey, on a, Phone call. Will you be able to stand up a clinic? And if you can, please begin operating a list in which we did, which had grown up to about thirty-three hundred on our list. Which, and as everyone knows, uh, there was no, the phone call never came or had not come at that point, and we began to find other methods to bring um, a vaccination clinic style here, which is what led us to the which event takes Monday. us to Monday. Right. when uh I was lucky enough I had put my
0: name on that list a long time ago when it first came out we talked about the list here on the podcast yes. and so I went and put my name <laughs> on the list pretty quick um but I got called I got the call for Mondays um Monday's clinic and it was for the Moderna vaccine right um and it, it went really well it was 100 uh a hundred uh, vaccinations were given. Now, from what I understand, and this is what's going to be important to our listeners, you know, the hope is that there are going to be more of these clinics with the county and uh, family circle of care. Yes. Going into like maybe next week, the week after.
1: Yes, that is why we, with the Monday clinic, we had our meetings and our discussions is that we would do a soft opening and take a number of 100 and run through the process. Make but, sure that it's right. And make sure that the process flows well and to use it, as we said, as a soft opening to make sure our methods were correct and would work well and also give um, FCC an opportunity to um work with our people out at the senior citizens' building and the fairgrounds, and the it was really you went, went you very went well through it it went huh? very
0: well it, it, it was yeah I, there was no problems at all
1: and, and what was what we had hoped to do and still are going to continue working toward is that we start that process. Moving up the amount of individuals, and again, based on vaccine availability, moving up so that we can bring more of those here. Hopefully, we can be doing one a week is what we're hoping for.
0: All right, and so when you do those, Mm -hmm. theirs are going to come from that list. Correct. Until that list is empty, Mm -hmm. it's coming from that list. Tell us how you can get on that list. Now I'm going to put a link to the list and mm-hmm. sign up in, in the notes for the show, but tell us how we can get on the list.
1: You go to henderson-county.com and that is the Henderson County website. And if you'll look up in the, at the red banner, there is a tab that says COVID-19 information. Click on that and that will take you to a page that has several links on it. There is the net health sign up on that. Page and then there is the Henderson County. I believe it says D S Henderson County D S H S. Sign up, click on that, it'll take you right to it. Same location where we have tracked all of our information. And it. it's
0: and it's simply a Google form. That's all. So it is. I mean, Google. you're going to go in, you're going to put in your name and you know uh, your phone number, basically. Right. And and what happened with me is I got a phone call, you know, to. Have you had your shot yet? Do you still want it? Mm-hmm. Are you available on Monday? Right, and and, was, and that's how it went. It's very yeah. simple.
1: Well, in that that process is exactly what has rolled into um, the upcoming event.
0: So let's talk about that real quick. This Friday, mm-hmm. there is going to be a vaccination event at the fairgrounds that um involves the United States
1: Army? Uh, the National Guard. Alone. National Guard. This is that mobile pop-up clinic that you no know, we had long awaited for, and it, it was very interesting because as we were just wrapping up and getting all the details laid out for this Monday's clinic, last Friday at 4 p.m., t- Texas Division of Emergency Management calls and says, Hey, we got a team. Can you take us Friday? And we immediately began working through our list. Uh, we have had a bank of, uh, whereas the, and I'll back up a little bit, the FCC being limited to a hundred, we had an individual coordinating, but for this military event, uh, we've had five people making calls. We have an actual call bank of individuals calling the last two days to build enough interest from our list because our list was up to about 3,400 dating back to the middle of January. So many of these individuals had already received vaccinations. And um, no longer needed to be on there. So we've been running through those older listings, which, as you said, you've gotten Mm -hmm. on there. And now we're getting into the meat. But that one is particularly targeted for 65 and older. This is a part of the Save Our Seniors program that the governor had announced.
0: So how many spots are there and have you filled them all
1: no um have not uh, what we had a capacity of 500 yeah. for the military clinic uh right now we have yesterday we ran through 1000 names on the list and we're only able to get 80 that either said yes or no I've already had my we right. had we had 80 people, 80 out, people out of that the said yeah they still need their shot right 80 people and that is continuing today so some of those on the list that were far back they've already been taken care of so we're moving forward and we're hoping as the list continues to grow as it has you'll you'll be more in line with individuals that hey yeah I just signed people up who have signed I signed up, up 2 recently, days ago yeah. right so um, that's what we're working on. If we cannot re what we do is our limit is 500 for this one. But what we will do is Thursday afternoon, as we get closer, we'll be able to tell um, TDM, hey, this is how many we have.
0: But as we put this up, we're talking Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. I can turn around and I can go and say, there's an event, they're taking names now. Mm-hmm go put your name on the list right and, yeah. and try oh, yeah. and get in line yeah
1: yeah keep keep coming keep signing up um one time please uh, we have found some duplicates yeah well. but um basically this is for the military pop up done through TDM. um we do not, we will have them this time and then for a second shot.
0: But that's going to be for the people who got their shot this time. Cause I had the same thing. I got yeah, my you shot on Monday. With FCC. And, and then Family Council, Family Council of Care. Every time you say FCC, I keep on thinking somebody's cursing on air.
1: Oh yeah. Um, or going to cut us off. Or going to cut us <laughs> off. Yeah.
0: But um Yes. Yeah. So I already know the next time that's gonna happen is April fifth is gonna be when I get my second shot. Right. Because that's teamed with this one, but you had to already have your first shot. That's correct. So you can't so this is for five hundred individuals. Yes. We're gonna get our first shot on Friday. It's right. gonna be at the Senior Citizen Senior Citizen Center. Actually it's at the entire fairgrounds to True. be fair. Because what you do is you come, you drive in And you sit in line in your car so that we're not getting everybody in there. You don't have 500 people trying to wait inside. It's, you know, it's funny, but the vaccine clinic worries about things like social distancing and masks. Yes. Um, and you drive through and you actually do your paperwork on the drive through Mm -hmm. and get your, temperature taken and do all that driving around. And then when you're, get to that point, you get out of your car, go inside and get your shot. It actually takes a little bit because they also make you wait a little bit.
1: They do. There's that 15 minute waiting period.
0: Right. And there's also, you know, then they give you, at least when I did it, I got some, uh, information. I got a little card telling me when my next shot was. they that they'd verified I had gotten my first shot and all that, which is all part of what we've said. Mm-hmm. The reason it hasn't just been easy to just roll out and have your local doctor stick you like they do with a flu shot is you have all this other paperwork to do because it's COVID. Right. Hopefully by the time we get to September or October this year. It'll be a little more like just a flu shot.
1: Yeah, and like I said, that's what the game changer of the Johnson and Johnson va- vaccine right. is. It's a one and done. Right. It's gonna be. It's gonna be just like your flu shot. Exactly. Yeah, you're gonna get your. We're gonna be.
0: I can see it already in September and October when I normally tell people, remember to get your flu shot. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say, remember to get your flu and COVID shots. <laughs> that's right. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where we're going to be. All right. So we got five hundred. The other part of that is just the regular vaccine coming in to independent. Right. um, uh, Certified providers. Thank you. Certified providers uh, around the county has really increased. Two weeks ago. Um, We got 1,800 doses, which at that time was the most that Henderson County had gotten, and it was followed up immediately with 2,100 doses. It is. So um, that's a really good sign.
1: It is. And, again, I go back to the analogy and comparing it to the testing. As the availability wraps up, the better it will be for all of us because the the need of the large clinics is lessened by more and more being at your – local pharmacy, your local care provider, getting those available to you.
0: Well, and a lot of those places that when this first started were not a part of the process because they hadn't gone through all the training and all the stuff and all are now on board and have been on boarded. So there's more places. So more
1: vaccine is coming in. That's right. I mean, you got to remember the training that they had to undertook, undertake for the care of the vaccine. Sure. You know, they can only be so close together. And, and that's
0: where the, the Johnson vaccine is going to be a game changer yes. as well because it doesn't have all of that.
1: Right. It's just a r- typical, traditional typical traditional viral vector vaccine.
0: Typical flu vaccine. Right. Just aimed at COVID. All right. So the the big news, mm-hmm. big news um, in, in Henderson County this week is yeah. the first county slash family circle of care sure. clinic happened on Monday. A hundred vaccines went out and they are looking forward to doing it again in the coming weeks, hopefully multiple times.
1: That's what we're gunning for.
0: And this Friday is the state clinic we have been waiting for all along for another 500 doses. By the way, the ones with Family uh, Circle of Care is the Moderna. That's right. And the one this Friday is the Pfizer. That
1: is correct. It is the Pfizer
0: vaccine. So, But there are 500 doses this Friday. Mm -hmm. The uh, the county is going through its waiting list to get those folks in there. But if you are still looking to get a vaccine, make sure you get on the waiting list. Go to the county's website, Henderson-County.com. Look at the very top of the page. You'll see COVID links or COVID information. Click that. Find the correct link. It's not that hard, folks. And then fill in the Google Doc, and you'll your name will be on the list. I will put a link directly to the list in uh show notes and stuff, so you can go directly there. Um, but it's an exciting time. It is. COVID numbers are way, way down. Yep. And vaccine numbers are way, way up.
1: Hey, you can't ask for any better, especially after the year we've been through. Especially
0: after the year we've been through. Judge, I want to say thank you very much for giving us another chance to find out what's going on in Henderson County. It's always a pleasure to come and uh, learn something new.
1: Thanks, Michael.